It's the game after work, hour two. Mitch Fortner, Trey Coverdale, David G., Sage Williams, Troy, Jeff Sunderson. I just was going to point out if you're hitting the road and, and hadn't heard, Highway 24, Green Valley Road accident there. So traffic's going to be even more snarled than what it has been. Now, you don't know if it's eastbound or westbound? It was not identified as such in the message that was sent out. I will say, like, I, I, I make frequent trips to Amigo, and I typically go after work. And when that construction first started, it was just crazy backed Mm -hmm. up after 6 o'clock. I think it's gotten better as time has gone on. People have realized, all right, I got to stop being lazy in this line. I got to make sure I'm riding along with the traffic. Don't allow six or seven car lengths to build up before I start to go. I'm holding everybody back. Be smarter about this. And people have rediscovered the hidden gem of the Flint Hills that's Zenedale Road folks if you uh you want to see a little piece of the yeah uh, yeah Flint Hills take that to Wamigo it's a it's a great it's a great drive it's not not much longer I don't think you're telling me to go that far out of my way to get to Wamigo <laughs> I mean you're already going to Wamigo so, you're telling me to go over the bridge yeah here's the next one for folks to be alert to and that is Anderson as you make your way past the Alumni Association building, a.k.a. the stadium, uh, that that is down to essentially two of three lanes. That's good. A turn lane and the far left lane, they've got it blocked off because of the construction at St. Isidore's. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, That's yeah, really good. So, so yeah, that be, be forewarned on that. That's yeah, cool. probably Zendale Road is probably a route some people have decided to take. You I mean, it to. is more out of the way. you got to go through Wabunsee, right? Also you have to. to. It's a beautiful view, though. It's a really good look at a spot that we just don't go on too much. And, uh, yeah, I took Sarah out there, and she was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. That's the voice she makes. All right. To kick off Hour 2, I do want to give the floor to our very own David G., who wants to make a big announcement. Thank you. Um, A big announcement here. I'll just uh, let it – I'll just say it. Um, I am taking over the show as of tonight, and both of you are fired. <laughs> Go ahead and turn yourself in, Sage. See ya. Oh, cool. I'll sleep uh, in in the morning. Yeah, you guys can uh, get the heck out of town. Now, yesterday we celebrated my baby girl Sophia's first birthday. It was awesome. Did we she tear a, up a cake? She did. There's a little tiny cake. And our neighbor caught it for us, and she ripped it to shreds. And I was so jealous because it was chocolate. It looked beautiful, and we were taking pictures, and then she just went, eh. She's done such a great job being one. She's awesome at it. Um, but we could only give her the spotlight for 24 hours before I got to say we're expecting another baby girl Aww. in September. It's going to be awesome. Uh, went to went to the uh, sonogram yesterday, saw the baby girl, and yeah, everything looks great. It's all good to go. Mom's doing good, so we're excited. And yeah, uh, we decided that... Like having one little kid is not enough. You need to have two to get that full experience of like, <laughs> you know, being completely out of control. Now I gotta ask. You mentioned you you already have a girl. Yeah. And you mentioned you're having another girl. Uh huh. When you got the news that it's gonna be a second girl. Yeah. Were you like silently wanting to be a little upset? Did you want a boy? I'll be th- a you thousand, wanted a boy. I'll be a thousand <laughs> you percent a honest. Boy. I'll be a thousand percent honest. I was expecting a boy because everybody said it. Even Sarah. Sarah is like, 
oh my god, I'm I really want hamburgers right now. It's a boy. So we've just been talking about boy, 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 boy. And they said, girl, I'm total I I'm gonna love her so much. I'm not disappointed at all. I I find that tragic that during the like gender reveal when guys are like, oh man, I think that's so insane. It's awful. Saw the video of one the other day where it was the big sister is pitching. Yeah, the baseball to little brother, and he hits it and it explodes and it's blue, and she just immediately yeah. buries her her head in her hands. Now that's adorable. Those that that's <laughs> fine for sisters and brothers to be mad, but when it's dear old dad who's doing that, um, there's nothing quite like the connection yeah. you have with a daughter now, and what, the father. What, it's what are you What are you saying about your future kid? No I mean, doubt, yeah, no right. doubt, yeah. no doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean that, and that video is going to live on forever. So yeah, I was. Of course, you always want a little football player, but I'm happy. I'm so happy. I'm so proud to be a dad again. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And mm-hmm. you're next up. So. <laughs> I don't know wait, about that. Wait, I thought we learned on Oh, never mind. Wait that was an minute. April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I still can't believe your girlfriend did that to her family. It worked. <laughs> I think they're mad. Like, you're going to have a child with this idiot? <laughs> Don't you know he's short? <laughs> you know what? Like, But at least you know they're a family of straight shooters, you know? <laughs> Nobody's going to be like, oh, yeah, hey, hey. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Well, congrats. So you said September? September. September 28th, um, which is wild because Sarah's a huge Little Wayne fan. Uh, believe it or not, and so she went. He was born September 27th, so she's gonna try to get the doctor to, to let her have the baby. On the, and I go, I don't think it's up to him. To be honest with you, I'm I'm now becoming skeptical of what we're going to have for a name for this child. Yeah, Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you heard September 28th, did you first go to your phone, pull up a oh, calendar, and be like, "Is this a Saturday?" Immediately, immediately. When I heard the set, I was like, no, 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 no. But. Well, the well, cats are on the road that yeah, weekend. We're I all believe. good. Yeah, we're there all you good. go. We're all good. We're all good. Yeah, I'd definitely be watching the game in there because I did not understand how much downtime there is after you get to the hospital. First of all, you have to make sure they admit you because sometimes they tell you to turn around and go home too early. So you get there and they're like, go ahead, come on in. And then you're sitting there. We got there at 11 o'clock at night, and Sophia was born at 1047 the next morning. So we were there all night. And they say, go to sleep, go to sleep. But you can't. You're all jacked up. You know, it was our first baby. And so we stayed up the whole time. Sarah has Sophia. We're like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, crying. Like, oh, yeah. It was like 132, and the nurse is, like, showing me how to bathe. Sophia and I was like, okay, this is really important stuff. I gotta, Take I gotta notes. watch off. And I, I was falling asleep. I was like, huh? And she was like, it's okay. Go ahead, take it. <laughs> it's wild, man. It's wild. Shout out to uh, the hospital in New Orleans that allowed Lindsay and I to uh, nap for a couple of hours before we left. Right. It's very nice of them. Right. After right. we stayed up all night long. Oof. Although she did get a snooze when you know she was right. Getting that, surgery. That, that was an enforced sleep. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, it doesn't feel quite the same. Yeah. I've never had surgery, so I don't know what it's I don't, like. I've never been knocked out like that. No. no, never. By the way, she got her anesthesia bill. It was like $2,500. I was like, good Lord. <laughs> for somebody to put like a mask on you to put you to sleep for an hour. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and count That's... down from 10. Oh, 2500 bucks. It's crazy. Yeah, right? Something business. like that. Yeah. 
All right, let's get to uh, some K-State football news. Earlier today it was announced that uh, six new gentlemen will be added to the Ring of Honor for K-State football, the class of 2022. And here are the six. Arthur Brown, linebacker. Larry Brown, running back. Darren Howard, defensive end. Colin Klein, quarterback. He's got a big page. i got to scroll down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler like Lockett, <laughs> wide receiver. His is like three. L. Roberson, quarterback. So let me just say, if I were to give an award to the biggest badass out of the six, Darren Howard. Does anybody disagree? Um, over Arthur Brown and over Colin Klein. Darren Howard. Colin Klein was tough because he carried the ball 46,000 times. And he got up. I mean, he took some vicious, vicious hits, and he got up every time. That guy was as tough as they come. I lean defensive guys. That's just who I am. Yeah. Especially if you're on the defensive line and he just happens to be the sack leader in yeah. K-State history. Yeah. It's Now, if we're talking about who's the most terrifying out of that list, yeah, Darren Howard. He, he, he was a freak of nature, man. He was so good. When we talk about speed from the defensive end position, he had it. Oof. He had it and was by far and away uh, the spark plug for that defensive line and what they were able to accomplish in the late 90s. Yeah, they had a clip of him. Sorry, dude. They had a clip That's of right. him on Twitter, somebody had, where um, he's kind of watching, the, he's reading the quarterback's eyes, and he gets that interception. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a man that size to make a play like that is, is so impressive, and that was him. He would always do something every game that make you go, whoa, what was that? He was so good. Man, Darren Howard. Darren Howdy went on to have like a 10-year career mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. A lot of it was with the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the just Eagles. an absolute badass. Yeah, Colin he, Klein, of course, is a badass as well. And oh, yeah. Arthur, I mean, everybody listed here is a total stud. Now, sure. this has brought up two arguments today, though. And I thought we could talk about these two arguments. The two arguments are, should L. Roberson be in? And then Tyler Lockett getting in before Kevin. So I thought it was a bit edgy to put Tyler Lockett in before Kevin. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the records that Tyler broke were pretty much his dad's. Yes. And his dad set all those records, four-year play. I mean, he was great all four years. The, his stats in bowl games did not count. But Tyler had himself an All-American type of career as mm-hmm. well. I mean, they're both just phenomenal. The two best wide receivers in K-State history are both it's Kevin and, and Tyler. Now, I thought it might have made more sense to maybe put Tyler in after he's wrapped up his NFL career. He can be here for it. I'm sure he'll be able to be here for this one, potentially. I don't know when the NFL season starts. But, uh, you know, Kevin will get in at some point. I was just surprised to see Tyler's name show up first. Here's what I took away from looking at this list. And it wasn't consistent up and down the list. But with Tyler getting in and with Larry Brown getting in, it felt like that much of at least for those two, that the reasoning was because of what they've accomplished in their pro careers on top of what they did on Caps. And and more so, in Larry Brown's case, what he did in his pro career period versus his time here in Manhattan. Yeah, it seems like Larry Brown is getting in because he was a stud at the NFL level. You mentioned it earlier, and I believe it's in your updates, where Larry Brown was with Washington all of his career, and he played, what, eight years in the NFL, mm-hmm. something like that? Yep. And he ran for over 1,000 yards twice. He was NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 1972, also was the NFL MVP, went to some Pro Bowls, was an All-Pro three years. 
He went to four Pro Bowls, it looks like. Yep. So, yeah, he had a phenomenal NFL career. At K-State, a fullback, it's not like his numbers are outrageous or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, he ran in his career in, in two seasons, 678, with one touchdown. He was on two pretty bad teams, but I will tell you this. He was on the 1968 team that beat... Nebraska in Lincoln shut him out last win against Nebraska until 1998. His numbers at K State remind me of the old joke about how did uh, who was the last person to hold Michael Jordan under 15 points per game? Dean Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 oh. you know because that's the way that the offense was structured sure. at Carolina at the sure. time. In the case of Larry Brown, he did what he was called upon to do. At K State, yeah. and it wasn't carry the ball so much. If you do pair his receiving numbers, uh, you get close to a thousand yards for his career over the two years. But yeah, his the fact that he was the NFL MVP in '72, I think, plays a huge role in why he's in. And again, to me, it was kind of, as I said, kind of an inconsistent approach in. In this, but it would explain why even Tyler would be in before Kevin Lockett. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. Tyler's been phenomenal at the NFL level as well. But you know, I, I mean, to me, now I just went on about who should be in and who should be out of the Ring of Honor. It doesn't need to be the elitist group of the elite. Um, but I mean, I don't know that much about Larry Brown. Like maybe during that time and as a fullback, those were just insane numbers. Maybe there's just more I don't know, but. You know, the big argument out of this that I saw was should Al Roberson get in? And I mentioned it with DY earlier. There is no doubt in my mind L. Roberson should be in the Ring of Honor. Hmm. The, the, one of the big arguments I saw was that he was never a first team, all Big 12 type of player. He did receive um, honorable mention All American in 2003. You know, in 2003, you know, the guy that did get first team. All Big 12 was Jason White, who ended up winning the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. L. Roberson outshined him big time in that game. I mean, Seneca Wallace was an All Big 12 quarterback in, in 2002, and L. Roberson absolutely throttled what he was able to do against the K State defense in that game back in 2002. Shout out to Bobby Walker. L. Roberson did not have the easiest route to the Big 12 championship that he helped K-State earn their first in like 80 years. Now, first of all, in 2002, I think you mentioned it, DG, that L. Roberson, he was in a quarterback battle. Was it with Mark Dunn? Mark Dunn. Back in 2002. So it wasn't his job yet. He had to earn it. Yeah. And then he went on to have a great year in 2002. In 2003, he's dealing with a hand injury. He misses the Marshall game. That was It was in the McNeese State game. He hurts his hand. Miss, M- M- Jeff Schwinn oh. doesn't get it done in the Marshall game. But he's playing with an injured hand pretty much the whole year. Hmm. And yet he was still able, after the Texas and Oklahoma State games and those losses, which were by all by one possession, and also if Jeff Schwinn doesn't pitch that football and it's taken back to the house for 90 yards – uh, you're probably not going to lose to Marshall. He still was able to turn around that season, and by the way, he beat and absolutely destroyed the best team, one of the best teams college football has ever seen. And people were saying that was the best Oklahoma team, that was the best team in the history ever. of college football Big. when they played that game. Big. Big. 
Big. I'll never forget that. Kirk Herbstreet. Big. Big. Oh, man. I'm getting chills thinking about that. That's why this guy lives on forever. He lives on forever and ever and ever in K-State history and in tradition. He just The guy was so good. Um, I know you can make an argument, but I think it's difficult to just based on just that description of that season, how it went down, and then the finish. That's enough for me. He's well, in. and you know, L. Robertson doesn't hold like a, a a bunch of like quarterback like throwing records, but he was also an elite runner. Like he wasn't terrible at throwing the football. He wasn't the best. I mean, his completion percentage wasn't amazing. It was just over fifty one percent. But you could also throw Michael Bishop in that in sure. that area of you know just over fifty percent for a completion percentage. But as a running quarterback, he was an incredible dual threat guy. And he owns the he's like fourth in K State history in rushing yards. What is so amazing about that is he was able to rush for over twenty eight hundred yards when he had the best running back in K State <laughs> yeah. history next to him. Yeah. Yeah. They were prolific. They were prolific. That was yeah. They moved the ball on people, man. Every game, up and down, up and down. Now, the another guy key to that whole success. Josh Buell. Do you think Josh Buell ever ends up in the Ring of Honor? I, I don't. Mean, I don't know his numbers enough well, to be able to just. I think it had like 115 tackles or something. I mean, something unreal for college football. And I, I mean, that guy was amazing. I we'll have to look up his numbers because God, he was good. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that maybe have like when it comes to All American slash All Big oh, yeah. Twelve accolades. That, but the thing is, like, we're not comparing these guys. To others in the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. we're just we are rewarding them for their work that they did as a Wildcat, and we're awarding the greats. And to me, L. Roberson is always going to be a great in my heart and in my mind. Statistically, he's certainly up there, and he was a part of uh, one of the greatest moments in K State sports history. Yes, by winning a Big Twelve championship, beating number one Oklahoma in two thousand three. Which, by the way. His throws to Brian Casey and Antoine Polite, those are some great throws. They were. Those are some great throws. They were. And by the way, also just absolutely throttled Nebraska in Lincoln. (laughs) First to do it since Larry Brown. Someone shared the Twitter video. Oh, I guess it was Kurtz who shared the Twitter video earlier of L just unleashing against Lincoln. Another that year. Kills kind of video, man. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. He's in, baby. And good for L to get in after the, you know, what all took place at the end of his career, festival, uh, Coach Snyder pulling his, uh, his scholarship in the spring semester. He didn't get a bowl ring. I don't know if he got a Big 12 championship ring, mm. but I'm pretty sure he didn't get a bowl ring. Um, but uh, he's now going to be uh, another ring, a ring of honor for K-State. So congratulations, L. Robertson, and the other five for getting in. I think everybody uh, – I mean, Larry Brown, again, is that one where I just – I guess I just don't know enough right. about his time and what he did and how that would – you know, it's like the dollar amounts. I did the quick – What is a thousand these days? I, I did the, the quick look and realized why he had so few yards in 68. He was blocking for Mac Heron, who was the – Second leading scorer in the nation. Oof. Mm. That would that would explain it. That that and he kept helped keep Lynn Dickey upright. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a timeout. Let's get to the PGA Championship Draft when we return on the game. 
All right, for those that complain to us that we don't talk enough NASCAR and don't talk enough golf, well, here it is. We talked yeah. NASCAR last week. Now we're talking golf. Yeah. And we want to we want to bet some more. We want to gamble some more. Now that it's legal in the state of Kansas, we can do so. Last week it was uh, a draft on the Advent Health 400. DG won that. Now we're uh, going to draft the PGA Championship, which just happens to be in driving distance down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, starting tomorrow. So what we decided to do, we're going to be drafting golfers and we're putting stakes on the line. Whoever wins, the two that lose, owe that person a stake. Ooh, we. I mean, like a. Can I get like a four dollar, you know, like a blue well, light special? I've got. I've actually got the call hall list uh, available if you would like. Okay. Okay. We'll go call hall. Call hall. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just ice cream. No. Uh, Ag department has a has oh. a whole list of. Oh, okay. Well. This is Kansas I get, I get, State University. Yeah, uh, you ever heard of it, pal? Uh, the email gets forwarded to me each week for the uh, <laughs> like specials they have. <laughs> yep. I just had Kaho ice cream for the first time like a few months ago. Wait, wait, wait. So well, let's take it easy, stop, everybody. Stop. Wait. All right. So the draft order. <laughs> Uh, I randomized it a bunch of times. Troy goes first overall. I'm second. DG's third, and we're just going to snake it, and we're just going to keep going until I say stop. So, Troy, you're on the board. Who's your first gopher? I'm going to be a little edgy here and go with Dustin Johnson this weekend. Dustin Johnson goes first overall. That means I am up, and uh, Justin Thomas is – or uh, you said you said Dustin, Dustin Johnson. Johnson. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, the, what's the tournament? What are the playing? PGA Championship. They are in oh. Tulsa this weekend. Ever heard where, of it? Where Tiger Tulsa's uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's the fifth time heard for of that. Yep, yeah, fifth time that the uh, course has hosted the championship. Tiger won it in 08. Hmm. All right, I'm going second, and I'm picking. Hmm. I'm picking Jordan Spieth. Do do do. Do 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 what you want, baby. I got it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't. I just, you know. Um, All right, you get two picks, DG. Who is it? Uh, hold on here. Um, Have you I'm ever a, watched golf? I do not watch golf. And I'm a hack when I go out and play. I like to just get drunk and drive the golf cart. Or, I think that's illegal. No, it isn't. Well, yeah, it is. Um, Rory McElroy. Depends on the state. Him. And uh, I, I also like um, uh, 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 um, oh God! <laughs> no, no, no! Wait. That's Tiger Woods. Wait. <laughs> Wait, I man, I feel like I should pick. I should. I feel like I should pick him, um, just because, like you know, I don't know nothing, uh, you know, and. I should just go ahead and let it rip. Um, I, I can't find a list of these people. Uh, okay. Um, Are you not prepared for this? No, because... I literally let you know at like 11 o'clock this no, morning. No, you did. You did. And th- that's my fault. You know, hold on. Uh, Brooks Kepka. I, I know him. He's a buddy of mine. <laughs> uh, Mitch, you're up. Hmm, Brooks Kepka off the board. That's all right. Give me, give me Tiger Woods. 
I don't know if he's going to be worth it. But you know Tiger. Right. He may not have any legs left, but he's got his arms. I'm going to go with the two guys that are at the top of the odds list. Scotty Scheffler and John Ram. Isn't it John Rom? Rom. Meant to say it that way, but yeah. What you want, baby? I got it. Sorry, guys. Who the hell are these people? <laughs> I don't know any of these. All right, my third pick, I'm going, uh, let's go Colin Morikawa. Okay. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Man. This guy stinks. Is that a commentary on you or? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Hey, give me an idea here. Is uh, okay. So Bryson DeChambeau, he's out, right? No, he's still in it. He's still in it. Somebody dropped out today. Oh, did they? I didn't hear. Yeah, somebody dropped out. Uh, uh, Is my pick right now? Yes. Uh, Dustin Johnson. I know that guy. Nope, nope, he is picked first overall. <clears throat> oh, God. Man, give me a break here. Um, wait hey, a minute. We're working here. We're hey, working has, here. Uh, Ricky Fowler been picked? Yeah. He's cool. He's uh, he's always got a cool hat on. And uh, uh, do I get two picks here, gang? Ricky Fowler. Yeah. He's really cool. Man, Dave G did get it right, though. I don't even Dave have him listed on my odds. Today. Booyaka! Who did? DeChambeau. Hey, who'd I pick again? DeChambeau. No. You said Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Okay, so but who's my li- who's on my list? Rory McIlroy. How are you? Oh, my God. Sorry. Hold, hey, so what about Justin Thomas? You can pick him. Yeah, baby! I don't even know who he is. You better do good, Justin. I'm glad you're not prepared. Then you don't win. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot on my mind, okay? Come on. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go uh, Xander Shoffley. <laughs> yeah, right. You're I picked him so DG Shoffley. didn't have to worry about pronouncing his name. <laughs> Troy, go ahead. You got two picks. Uh, we'll go a couple more rounds. I will go with Hideki Matsuyama. Hmm. And just for... And giggles. Um, let's take. Uh, I'm gonna go Tony Finau. All right, so Troy has one pick left. I'll make my next pick, and let's go. Hmm. Let's go, Adam Scott. Wow, that's a surprised at what his odds are looking at the list. All right. Um, let's see here. I have five. Okay, so DG, you make your last two picks right now. Gotcha. Patrick Cantley. That oh man, that's a horrible name. Um, okay. And uh just for S's and G's, I'll take Max Homa. Another terrible name. <laughs> These guys got to get better names. Max Homa in Oklahoma. Whoa, Dad just won it for me. My boys. last pick will be. 
Cameron Smith. Never heard of him? No. But he has I, good odds. I know a Cameron Smith. He's a really cool guy. Um, but he grew up in Bueller, which uh, shout Bueller. out. Yeah. Bueller. Oh, sorry. Troy, shout, make your last pick. Shout out to uh, Mason. Will Zalatoris. What? How do you spell that last name? Uh, I'll take Z-A-L-A-T-O-R-I-S. All right, Troy is Dustin Yikes. Johnson, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Hideki Matsuyama, Tony Finau, and Will Zalatoris. I have Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, Colin Morikawa, Xander Schofley, Adam Scott, Cameron Smith, DG Roy McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantley, and Max Homa. Hmm. Um, can I make a switch out? I want John Daly and his uh, kid. <laughs> Is that cool or what? No, 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 no. It's not about who you want to go to Hooters with. Oh, dang it. All right. Yeah, you're right. Corey Pavin, pick him. Uh, can I put – is Lee Trevino still out there? I want Lee Trevino and Chichi Rodriguez. Chai Chai Rodriguez? Yes, yes, please. All right, when we come back, number one song of the day is next. House. We serve hot breakfast every day of the week, like breakfast beer ox, French omelets, Belgian waffles, and more. Or come in for lunch for a juicy gourmet burger or deli sandwich served on our delicious homemade bread. Follow the Eldrick Road to the Friendship House at 507 Ash in Wamego. Now taking a look at your weather. Currently 86 degrees and fair. Over tonight, mostly clear skies with a low around 61. And sunny tomorrow with a high near 91. Winds gusting around 20 miles per hour. We're going to see partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low around 63. Winds gusting around 30 miles per hour tomorrow night. On Friday, we'll see mostly sunny skies, a high near 75. A slight chance of showers into your Friday night. We are back to the game here on KMAN. I picked this one out just for Sage. I don't approve. Oh, thank you. From 2000, I Knew I Loved You by Savage Garden. Not the Backstreet Boys, not NSYNC, not 98 Degrees. This is the duo of Savage Garden. Four weeks at number one, if you can believe that. I can because Savage Garden... They went on a run there for a while. They were it, man. A quick run. Yeah, quick. quick it wasn't quick too long. Yeah, a couple no, of years. Yeah, it... <laughs> Pop duo of Darren Hayes and Daniel Jones. From Brisbane, Australia. They formed in 93, but at first they were a cover band named Red Edge. And then they weren't alone. They just got rid of the other guys and made a band themselves. But they weren't called Savage Garden at first. They called themselves Crush. And then they uh, got this phrase from the Vampire Vampire Chronicles. Beauty was a Savage Garden. (laughs) Boy, they get lamer with every factoid you bust out there. These guys are horrible. They broke up in 2001. Hayes started a solo career. Jones started a production company. But they sold 23 million albums, and they released two. Two studios, six top 40 hits, second of two number ones. It's from their second album, Affirmation. 
Now, this song is about finding the person you were meant to be with and have been waiting for all your life. The hook line, I knew I loved you before I met you, is Hallmark. It's very Hallmark, and many listeners, they found it deeply moving. This song became very popular at weddings. I remember it not so much at weddings, but at middle school dances. Oh, yeah. This song was played at every middle school dance that I can remember. Yes. Um, I remember this in like a Trick Daddy song. <laughs> wow. It's like called Sugar or something. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I love Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy loved the kids, man. Yeah. Dude, this, I know I loved you before I met you always creeped me out. I always thought that's a weird way to talk to somebody. I like it. Now, the producers of this album, they're like, all right, guys, we don't have this big hit song yet. We need a second coming of Truly Madly Deeply. So uh, the two dudes are like, all right, give us a few minutes. We're going to go write a song real quick. They wrote this song in like 10 minutes. No. I mean, I'm sure there's not a lot of sheet music that goes with this one. (laughs) You're on fire today, dude. Great job. Uh, the music video. Have you seen the music video? Um, I have. I grew up in this era, so I had. It was on T R L. T R L. T R L. You just rolled it into one word. Troll. It was on troll. It was on troll. He said, "Cars away." It got a lot of MTV play, but there was a young teen actress in the music video by the name of Kirsten Dunst before she was in the uh, first couple of Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. It was a couple of years later those Spider-Man movies started to roll out. At 124 weeks, it spent that long Ooh. on the Hot Adult Contemporary Tracks chart, which broke the record. The previous record was 123 weeks, held by Savage Garden. Wow. Truly, madly, deeply. Wow. So they had some hot hits there in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, they were it, man. And every girl liked Savage Garden. So if you were a dude, you had to listen to You had to put up with it because all the girls liked them. And they were like, you know, they were like little, little, you know, little, uh, what do I think? Little pretty boys, you know? Preppy yeah, boys? Yeah, little preppy. But they had like the weird spiky hair. Okay. It, it was a weird time in, in our world where it was like techno was still kind of cool and people wore the bright shirts and, and, and it was weird hair was cool and puka shells <laughs> and it was just an odd time to be alive. Sage? <laughs> I wanted to say I actually do like Truly Madly Deeply. I don't like this song because it's boring. But the thing about Savage Garden is that when I hear the name Savage Garden, I don't expect this yeah i expect like uh something harder yeah it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me (laughs) to hear this song and the name savage garden can we play truly badly deeply i I don't want to hear i think they i think they went the right direction with their uh tunes i don't know because they i said they were in a cover band i don't know what they played yeah yeah but it's australia so i'm sure there's a lot of acdc involved (laughs) you think who else is from australia Olivia Newton-John? Yeah. In excess. Is Olivia Newton-John Australian? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm in sure ex- they did. So it was Olivia Newton-John, ACDC, In Excess songs. Yeah. Would you love going to that cover show? I'm not going to lie. I'd go to that cover show. 
Olivia Newton-John was uh, from the United Kingdom. Uh, That's what I just found. I'm sorry, just found it. Dang it. Give me some some Australian bands and artists. Um, Let's put together who would be covered in this Australian-only cover band set list. Oh, God. Sage looks lost. Like, she has no idea who these people are. There's not very many. um, Let's see. Olivia Newton-John, British-born Australian Singer, songwriter, actor. So she grew up in Australia. Hey, Jet. Jet is from Jet. Uh huh. Tame Impala. Also, he's from Perth. If they threw, if they threw Jet songs in their list, I wouldn't go. <laughs> the Avalanches is from. Uh, I don't know that. The Vines. In excess. Thank you. Wolf Mother. Remember when Wolf Mother used? Okay, suck. you don't like Wolf Mother? They had a couple. Oh, I mean, Joker and the Thief. How dare you? No, the, the the there's a famous clip on YouTube. Mike Patton uh, from Faith No More. He's giving an interview, and in the background, Wolf Mother's playing, and he's like, "What is this crap?" And he just goes on to kill Wolf Mother in this interview, and the famous quote from it is, "Wolf Mother, you suck," and everybody's like, "Oh my god." Um. Hey, man, the Howling Bells. Remember those guys? No. Hey, remember Regurgitator? Oh, yeah. Love those guys. Uh, Australia has a weak music history. Wow. It's putrid. When when you got Savage Garden on there, up there in top two. All right, you ready for some Ask Us Anything? Let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll get to that next, hosted by DG. It's me, Big Daddy DG. Uh, hey, was that that photo earlier? Was that uh, Sophia's reaction to learning she's getting a yeah. uh, little sister? Yeah, not happy, not cool with that at all. Uh, hey, first of all, today's Wednesday, so would you rather? Uh, would you rather live forever with an eyelash in your eye or a piece of popcorn stuck in your teeth forever? Teeth, teeth. <sighs> give me the give me the teeth thing because. I don't know, after a while, like, y- y- it's something to play with, right? You just flick yeah. your tongue at it, you just play with it. Ugh. Eyelash just messing with your vision. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, would you rather go camping by a dump or a sewage treatment plant? <laughs> Sounds about the same. <laughs> well, you know what's funny yeah. about that? I actually used to go camping. Next to a dump. Next to a dump. Literally, it was on this, it was the same property. It... Outside of Morganville, Kansas, to the west. <laughs> My dad had a key to the gate, oh, so we would take it, get in there, and uh, we would just go out more towards because it was right next to the oh. river. We would go more towards the river. It wasn't like right next to it or anything. We were probably 100 yards away. Just close enough, though, just in case if they ever needed to get rid of some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the trash is right there. There's no litter. Oh my God! If you're littering, you're lazy. Yeah, that's not good. Hey, would you rather get caught looking at some adult online by your parents or by your boss? Both pretty awkward. Boss. You would... Oh, I would say parents, personally, because, I don't know, I have a pretty, like... Well, if it's boss, it'd be know. like, oh, I'm just, you know, research for work, you know? It's a crazy story that came up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. think that's how that you works. You think your parents would be like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, time. I think my parents would be like, eh, Give me whatever. the question again. 
Did I, did I hear you, that right? No. Would you rather get caught and look at something, looking at something adult only online by your parents yeah. or your boss? Boss, yeah. easy. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah, yeah. That, the ex- explanation I gave is the best yeah, answer. Pretty good. Pretty good. Troy, I would have to go parents just because at this point in life, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "What in the hell is that?" Uh, would you rather swim with sharks or spend the night in a forest with a bunch of mountain lions? What is there a cage? Of, what kind of sharks? Some sharks are not aggressive, like Hammer, basking sharks. Hammerhead sharks. Hammerhead sharks? Yeah. Mm. Whatever's the equivalent of a mountain lion. I would swim with sharks. I would. Because, I don't know, I feel like that's less dangerous almost. Wow. As long as I'm not bleeding, right? I'd probably pick my, sharks. My, my next question was going to be who would win in a fight, Sage or Big Steve? And I'm pretty sure we got our answer. She's way tougher. <laughs> I would know. I'd go mountain lions <laughs> all day, baby, baby. Because I'd go, I'd go, kitty, 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 kitty. Uh-huh. And they'd come uh-huh. over and be, I'd be like petting them and stuff. It'd be cool. Have like a feather on a string or just yeah, string in general. Yeah. Just start whipping it around and uh-huh. they're trying to pull at it. Yeah. Or get a get a laser pointer out. Oh, my that, God. That, you'll get them crazy. away. You'll get them away then. Just oh. kind of point the laser over that way and they'll Dude. take off. One of those that can like point wow. to the moon. I just point to like Morganville, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go over there. Get those people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Would you rather? There was a mountain lion spotted about 15 miles west of Morganville. No way. This was probably 10 years ago. Oh, my God. But it did happen. There's definitely mountain lions in the area. Yeah. 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 I've seen them. They're hungry like everybody else. Hungry like the mountain lion. Coming to get your kitty. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's... Well, that's going to do it for the game. We're going to be short <laughs> off at 5 tomorrow and uh, on Friday. Lock your uh, pets inside. You never know when a mountain lion's going to show up. My God. For Sage, for DG, Troy, I'm Mitch. We're out. Go Cats.